Hello guys, welcome to the Uriel podcast. This is our very first episode and truly, truly, uh, this is a very exciting moment. Uh, today, I will be your host. My name is Tafara Mafemba and I am a member of Revive. So, this podcast has been in the pipeline for quite some time. And the idea of it is to accommodate and allow for people that don't necessarily have uh, time to always be at our Bible studies, always be at the prayers, but are still very uh, eager to get to know the Lord. Or for people that are saying, look, hey, I'm in a season where I just really really want to uh, surround myself with as much content as I can and you know pray that that it's not for a season only but it's a lifelong thing where you're just constantly searching for the truth and you constantly want to improve your relationship uh, with the Lord so yeah this is mainly just uh, an introduction Next week, we will start uh, properly and we will follow the right uh, schedule uh, concerning where we would like to start and where we would like to take you. So I'm just going to say a short prayer as we start. And yeah, we just want to make sure that the Lord uh, will be among us and give us the right level of understanding that we need to grasp what he has for us tonight. Heavenly Father, thank you for creating this wonderful moment. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for creating such a moment for us to be in your presence while there's so many other things that one could open in this moment, so much content that one could consume in this moment, but we have made you to be our bread, our life. And we ask that you may give us adequate understanding and that transformation and renewal of our minds is a byproduct of listening to what you have to say to us today. In your mighty name I pray. Amen. So, today I'm just going to quickly take you through the book of Matthew. And I am going to start from Matthew chapter 6, from verse 22. So tonight I'm just laying a foundation for us for the episodes that are to come uh it's very important that we set the right foundation and our minds are calibrated and pointed in the right direction so that we get exactly what we need to get so just to quickly get into it matthew chapter 6 verse 22 says the light of the body is the eye if 
therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Uh, That's a beautiful verse right there. So the first part says, the light of the body is the eye. By the way, I was reading from the KJV, uh, uh, just in case you want to go through it and maybe understand where we are starting from and where we're going. So the light of the body is the eye. Ah, This to me is a very interesting statement. Imagine that two small parts of your body are responsible for the amount of light that is going to come out of that body that is going to be shown by that body when Jesus says you are the light of the world as in you are the light imagine that he's saying the light of that body comes from the eye you know when you look at the science behind the eye you actually realize that your eye doesn't actually see anything but the eye simply receives light from external objects and it receives that light and interprets that light into pictures so how our eye responds to the light that is external determines how we walk about our lives it determines how we're gonna avoid an obstacle that we could run into if we can't see and we're dependent on our eyes for our perception of life it is based on our eyes before we can interpret things and they enter into our mind and then we call them thoughts, ideas and all. They pass through the eye. So that's a very interesting statement when it says, the light of the body is the eye. Ah. Uh, you're also going to realize something very interesting there. The light of the body is the eye. And your eye is responsible for vision so you could look at this scripture as it's saying the light of the body is your vision so what's going to determine how bright you shine as a person how far you can go in life who you become and what you become is your vision your vision is what brings about the light out of your body without a vision your body is unable to produce the light that it needs to produce proverbs 29 verse 18 lets us know that for where there is no vision the people perish and when you look at it essentially where there is no vision there's no light meaning there is darkness meaning there is no direction, meaning there is no absolute way of moving forward, no way of finding resolutions. How do you walk? How do you walk 
to your desired destination if there's no light, if there's no direction. You need vision. You need an understanding of where you are going before you get there. I'm not saying you may always understand the process of the journey, but you need to understand that that is where I want to go. And you need to have that vision in mind. And once that vision is there, then you'll be able to navigate the terrains of life so that you're able to get to that place that you desire to get to. So the light of the body is the eye. And then this is the second part. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Ah, it's getting even more interesting. So he's letting you know, this is Jesus, by the way, who's speaking. Jesus is letting you know that there is a possibility of having more than one eye, as in more than one focus. He's letting you know that when you have more than one vision, then the amount of light that your body can radiate is limited. And many a times this is what we see around us, where we have so many different visions and agendas trying to be pushed within us. And this is very interesting where God calls you to do something. Maybe he calls you to be a doctor, but yet the people around you are pushing you to be a lawyer. And you have already been given the vision and you have already been given the eye of a doctor. Even when people are sick, you have this unusual compassion towards them. You have this desire to help people. You have this desire to see them well. And that in itself is a vision before you even go to school. That in itself is a vision. And then you have somebody else saying, okay, come and do law. And that is another vision that is being pushed onto you. And before you know it, you've got two visions that are fighting against each other. And Jesus is letting you know that the amount of light that your body can radiate, the amount of light that can come out of your body is limited based on how many visions an individual can have. So verse 22 is very interesting. But it gets even more interesting as you continue to read further down. The whole chapter in itself, Matthew chapter 6, is very interesting and I encourage you to read it uh, in your spare time, uh, during your personal Bible study, whichever, you'll find very, very interesting things there. And then verse 23 says, But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. 
or you cannot serve God and money. Wait a minute. (laughs) I thought, I thought, this is what I thought. I thought the issue was about light. I thought the issue was about the eye. He's saying the light of the body is the eye. The light of the body is the vision. And if your vision is singular, then your whole body shall be full of light. But if you have more than one vision, if you have more than one vision, and if that vision is evil, then your whole body shall be full of darkness. So he's comparing two kinds of visions here. But yet we think that Jesus is talking about vision. And then he goes on to say, but you cannot serve God and money. (laughs) You know, it's amazing how whenever you see people teaching about vision, most of the time it's with regards to do with a vision that is to do with maybe one's career, uh, maybe uh, calling a ministry, I don't know. But I have never heard anybody that explains God as being a vision. Isn't it amazing that Jesus is describing God and money as visions? To some of us, maybe God is just a personality and maybe money is just an object. But Jesus is calling the two visions. And he's saying The light of the body is the vision. So he's letting you know that what makes a vision a vision is its ability to produce light in your body. Or if it is a negative vision, is its ability to actually reveal the darkness as well. So let's get back to this. God being a vision. Imagine God being a whole vision that you can focus on God, look at God, see how he does his business, his things. And your body can begin to radiate a certain kind of light by reason of focusing on God. Huh. I thought maybe reading books was the only way to attain light. I thought I had to do something extraordinary. I had to work so hard for light to come out through me. But it's amazing that Jesus is just saying, no, if you focus on God, your body will begin to radiate light. That is amazing. But here's what's even more amazing. Jesus then compares God with money. He says you cannot serve God and money. What is it about money that makes it more than just an object? More than just the papers or the coins that we see or the digital money. 
He's letting you know that there are two things that are responsible for vision. And that is either God or money. Before you consider anything else, you need to ask yourself, what is the reason behind the vision that I'm pursuing? What birthed this vision? What birthed this desire? Is it God or it's money? (laughs) It's a very interesting thing when you really begin to ask yourself, Is it God or it's money that is responsible for my vision? You know, money doesn't necessarily have to be something that you think of in terms of having, uh, like I said, the papers or the money in your account as this digital or coins. You simply realize something as you continue reading on in Matthew chapter 6. And the issue that Jesus then brings about is he says, take no thought for your life. (laughs) What ye shall eat or what ye shall drink. And he goes on to explain. So he's letting you know that the moment when you have a vision and the issue is about how you survive and how you go about life and how you can be decent, he's letting you know that That is already money producing that vision. Every single time that you're worrying about how everything will go about, you're worrying about money. Of course, this needs more time to properly explain and get more in-depth. But where I just want to get to with you guys tonight is as you listen to the podcast and as you come for prayers, Bible study, whichever, and even as you personally relate with God, which is independent of all of this, what is your focus on? Are you really interested in getting to know God for who he is? The only way you're ever going to really benefit from this walk with him is if you're truly willing to understand who he is. Are you willing to understand who God really is? You're going to find that a lot of the times people maybe follow God because of the miracles they hear about him. Maybe some people think that uh, he is a, I don't know what these, he's he's a lotto, I don't know what what they call it, but he's the next way of getting money, or God is that person you just run to only when you're in crisis, and you don't need him when there's no crisis. And sometimes people are quick to say this God thing doesn't work. But are you sure you've truly understood the formula concerning how God works? I don't want to get into these scriptures because of time, but you're going to realize that there are times in the Bible where Jesus did not perform certain miracles until people really understood who he was. 
before he could raise Lazarus from the dead, it was important for him to preach a sermon, not to himself, not to Lazarus, but the people around him, that before I perform this miracle, can you understand that I am the resurrection and I am the life? If you can understand that, then we can move on to the next part, which is the miracle. Before he performed the miracle, it was important for him to even get into a service, to get even, even get into a sermon where he would explain to people who he really is. And that's something that I feel like emphasizing tonight that is that focus on your relationship with God. Focus on Him. Though you may think He's not everything, however, everything is in Him. And What's going to determine whether you discover that everything is your ability to interact with him? You know, the reason why Jesus ends up calling money like an evil vision is because money has no life in it. He's saying that there are things that we're chasing after and we're hoping will bring us happiness but yet those things have no life. Though they look like they have life, but they don't have life. I think this is in uh, the book of Corinthians where Paul says, even things without life do give sound. Even things without life look attractive to us. Even things without life look beneficial to us, but they may not be. And don't get me wrong. I'm not... Uh, I'm not taking the scripture out of context to say Jesus is saying uh, money is bad. Nah, 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 nah. Not at all, not at all, not at all. But Jesus uses this scripture because he knows that a lot of people are a slave to it. And yet they should be in a place where they control it because of who they are in Christ. So the issue here when you really even look at it, it's not even about money, but it's about the people trusting that God can be their source of provision. So as we're starting this journey together, I want to ask you, can you trust God to be your source of joy, of peace? Can you trust God to teach you how to love? Can you trust God to unpack and unleash the greatest parts of who you are to you before he can even unleash or release those parts into the world? Can you trust God to be your ultimate vision? Mm. <laughs> can you trust God to be your vision? I know you've got vision boards. I know you have things that you want to achieve. And those things are good. Write down your vision and make it plain. But I would also like to say to you that the thing that is going to give light even to your visions that you have physically written down is the ultimate vision that you have of God the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. 
He is the ultimate vision that gives light to your other visions. So, as we really get into these episodes and as we really get into uh, these issues, I want your focus to be on your relationship with God and your focus to be on who He is. It's amazing how there's a time where the disciples encountered some resistance when they were trying to help Jesus to cross over in the city of Samaria. And they're saying to Jesus, you know, people are resisting us. Should we call down fire from heaven like Elijah? And Jesus rebukes them and he says, you know not what spirit you are of. There are certain actions that you do and you feel like you're in service of God. But you have not even begun to understand what, you, what spirit you're under. Who you are under. Before we can get to a place where we're posting quotes and we're expecting feedback from people. Where we're doing blogs, where we're doing vlogs, where we're doing all sorts of things. Can you confidently say that you know what spirit you are under? Do you know him? Do you know his heart for you? His desire for you? Before you say I've given up on life, are you sure you know what life is? Who taught you what life is? Whoever taught you, were they living a good life? Were they living under the definition of what God calls a good life? There are certain things that I want you to open up your mind to. Maybe even certain doors that you had closed and allow Jesus to enter because he is knocking at the door of your heart. According to Revelation 3 verse 20, he is ready to enter through the door of your heart. So this is me just preparing you because this podcast is going to be very much centered on our relationship with God and us becoming disciples and going into the world. We're also going to tackle very important questions as we go. Questions such as, if God is so good, why does he allow natural disasters to happen? Well, people call them natural disasters. But why does he allow things like earthquakes? Why does he allow people to die? Millions. <laughs> Is God really responsible for those things? We'll be getting into those topics and we'll be answering some of the questions that are burning within you and that you need answered to help you in your walk as a disciple. So this platform is also open if you want to send in like voice messages and you want to either give feedback on the podcast or you want to ask a question and we will definitely answer that. We will definitely address your questions, your concerns and uh, yeah. So tonight, this is it. I trust that uh, you've been blessed by this and I trust that you will open your mind up and your eyes to the greatest vision known to man 
the vision called God himself. The vision called God himself. As a last point, it's amazing how God is referred to as Jehovah Jireh, the provider. And he's referred to as Jehovah Rapha, the healer. Uh, and he's referred to as Jehovah Sidkune, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, which is our righteousness, God our righteousness. But it's amazing when you really look at the definitions of that. Jireh actually means God, my provision, not just a provider, but he himself is provision. Not only is he the healer, Jehovah Raphael, but he is healing himself. Huh. He not only gives you something, but he is what he gives you. God doesn't only love you, but he is love. So when you receive Jesus Christ and he is in your heart, understand that you're not trying to get healing. You're already healed. You're not trying to get provision. You already have it. You're not trying to be righteous. You're already righteous through him and through his works. And like I said, these are things we'll be going through. But I want you to understand the nature of this vision. The vision that contains everything that you can ever think of in this life. So, thank you so much guys for tuning in. And uh, stay blessed. See you on Friday for our fellowship, Friday fellowship, and Saturday for our Bible study. Take care and uh, God bless.